This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, and we're here giving you the gaming news like we do every single week. Uh, I'm representing the Wallace Foundation today. What are you What are you representing? Um, I'm representing uh, oppressed nerddom factions in the 80s. There you go. <laughs> I'm Patrick. This is Kevin. Uh, if you haven't watched our show before, we give you gaming news every single week live on Facebook and Twitch and uh, podcast form, YouTube form, uh, polyform different Pokemon evolutions that you could name. We try to be everywhere that you want to be. Uh, and if we're not somewhere that we should be, tell us. Because um, we want to be there too. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we'll start out this week like we do every single week with uh, backwards compatible games. And I cannot tell you how happy I am with, this, with these, uh, these two. Uh, we have Saints Row 2, which is my favorite Saints Row. Um, Saints Row 1 is good, but Saints Row 2 is, um, to me, it's a great balance where they're like, they're, Saints Row became uh, its own thing. It was distancing itself from uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, in regards to uh, in regards to being a little over the top, but also talking about you know taking over specific parts of uh, uh, of the city. And uh, introducing Gat, if I'm not mistaken. I always forget if Gat was in the first one, but it's awesome. And yeah, Saints Row 2 is my favorite. I really enjoyed the the taking over of territory, and that was yeah. something that became one of the main things. Well, there you go. There's Gat. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, figuring out how to how to strategize and figure out. All right, I'm going to take over this area, and then and then just basically spread yourself like a plague. Yeah, which is fun. Um, which uh, to me became, I mean, it became a thing in other games. Not that Saints was the first one to do it, but you know, you see this in Far Cry and other games, uh, Assassin's Creed, where you take over more and more territories and that gains you, gains you more, um, uh, you know, credibility or experience. So that's cool stuff. Uh, we also got uh, Dragon Age 2, which is, again, uh, another great game. Uh, Dragon Age is great. Dragon Age 2, I think, was uh, one of my favorites as well. Um, you know, I sense a pattern here. The sequels are really good in gaming. <laughs> I uh, I actually didn't like Dragon Age two as much as Origins. Um, okay, but it, it it was a quality Bioware game, and it did take the story from the first one and, and move it into a new place. And I like it when when RPGs are willing to experiment. Yeah, and there were a lot more dragons. There were a lot more dragons. Um, yeah, I do. I do like Origins as well. Uh, Origins came out. Origins was uh, the two after this one, right? Uh, no, Origins was basically Dragon Age 1, and then 2, and then Inquisition. I thought there was Dragon Age, Dragon Age 2, Inquisition, Origins. Am I wrong? I think so. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> let us know uh, in the comments. Yeah, let, let us know in the comments, because I, I could have sworn Origins was a completely separate game from the first game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're live we are live that's how, this is how we do it um so yeah uh 
next up, uh, we're talking about uh, Cyberpunk. Well, sorry, not spoilers for possibly E3. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, CD Projekt Red has said that they're going to be uh, uh, discussing an upcoming RPG at E3 that's not going to release this year. Um, oh, did, they, did they say that it wasn't going to release this year? I could have sworn I said that. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong a lot today. It's early. Um, <laughs> so they didn't say what game they were referring to, um, but since Cyberpunk uh, 2077 was announced five years ago, yeah, a lot of people are leaning towards it being this because if it's another game, then where the heck is this? Yeah, uh, we're talking Bethesda levels of of, of development uh, here, which could be great, uh, could be a bad thing. I mean, I don't know when you uh, would consider them going into vaporware, uh, but five years with no additional footage or trailers or or details is quite a long time. Yeah, but it's also CD Projekt Red's style because um, they they just have, well, at least at this point, as far as mm -hmm. we know, they have um, the whole team uh, cohesively working on a single uh, yeah. thing. And there was a lot of time between Witcher 2 and Witcher 3. And um, then they they did Blood and Wine almost a year after Witcher 3 released. Yeah. So basically what they've told us about... Um, cyberpunk 2077 is we're working on it this is our next project mm -hmm. see you yeah and that's that is perfectly fine i i like it when uh when companies go away and they they just they just work on the game sure and um i don't i don't need an unnecessarily long hype cycle um i i trust in them to to create a world where i want to run around and play i agree but at what how how far into that process how many years after they announced we're working on this um, do you go, uh, where, where is it? Do you have anything else for me? Because Duke Nukem hit Vaporware, uh, you know, they, they basically said, hey, we're working on this, and then didn't say anything for seven years, and then, uh, you know, then they were like, oh, yeah, um, we've had, like, five different versions of that game, and we're not even working on it anymore. So yeah. at what point do you consider it Vaporware, um, because they because they can say they're still working on it, but that's what they did with Duke Nukem. That's what they did with uh, the Last Guardian. Yeah. So, Which, when when do you consider both, it vaporware? The, I I think I consider it vaporware whenever there's um, there's more to the story. Whenever um, you hear about um, like with with Cryotech, whenever news got out that they weren't paying their employees, or whenever somebody gets acquired by Deep Silver, or when you hear the license, when there's when there's something uh, that happens outside of outside of the the influence, and CD Projekt Red is is a company that has been slowly growing, slowly developing, yeah. and they're known for working on one game at a time. If they had multiple projects um, that they had announced, I think I would be a lot more inclined to call it vaporware. But because they're but, a studio who's known for working on one thing at a time, like um, like. Uh, Elder Scrolls. If Elder Scrolls had been announced at the same time as as Fallout, and we hadn't heard about it for so many years, we know the pattern of of uh, how Bethesda, or is it just called Bethesda? Bethesda well, Studios. There's, there's yeah, Bethesda Studios. Bethesda's the publisher. Right, but the the that studio. Yeah. When when you hear about um, other 
problems in development or other issues yeah. that the company's facing. I think that I'm a lot more inclined to call it vaporware. But vaporware, but, by definition, has nothing to do with an outside uh, force or inside force or anything. It just means something was announced and then you never hear about it until well, later on. Also, and then you call it. And then people are like, oh, yeah, that was vaporware. What I'm saying is no one, no one uses the term vaporware until afterwards. Yeah. Um, but vaporware also implies that it is dispersing and it's going to go away. So if it if it eventually comes out, it's not vaporware anymore. But vaporware means that we don't know. It's nebulous. Doesn't mean it's dispersing. I think that it implies that it's not going to come out. Or that it's in trouble at the very least. And I don't I don't get that feeling here. Yeah. Let me know in the comments what you think va what you would consider vaporware cuz I don't consider this vaporware. I just it, to me, it, it begs a question of, of what what the hell is going on with it because I, I, it's not that I doubt. Mm -hmm. It's that five years into into development, when you have a teaser, doesn't I mean obviously it's a cinematic teaser. It's not that it looks complete or anything. Right. But when you have that much of a, of an idea of a project, and then you then you work on it for five years, and you don't say anything about it. Um, I'm I'm just I'm just po posing the question because E3 they could they, they may pull a Bethesda and be like you know do what they did with Fallout right where they're like here is here's Cyberpunk and we're gonna do like 45 minutes of gameplay and uh, and and uh, you know this is how you level up and this is the storyline they could do that I don't know I'm just saying I'm just saying when when a developer goes in the dark for this long um, it's kind of curious to me. Um, Gameplay I mean, large-scope games take this long to develop, but you, but most companies don't outright say they're doing it yeah. uh, until they can get some momentum. Um, Bethesda is a completely different um, different uh, thing in that realm because Bethesda recently has been like, oh yeah, um, that's coming out like in three months, and everyone freaks out. <laughs> what was it? It's five months with Fallout? Was it five months with um, Fallout Four? It was it was E three to well two weeks before E three to yeah. um, November I believe yeah so something like that yeah so, so that, I mean that's a that's a crazy quick turnaround but they knew they had everyone's attention um, CD Projekt Red could do that um, yeah. there's uh, there's a handful of uh, of devs that I think globally can do that Blizzard is obviously one of them Rockstar. Um, Rockstar is one of them. Uh, there are ones that, for hardcore people like us, immediately work. It doesn't matter. Like we're gonna buy it. Uh, yeah. From Software says, "Oh, uh, by the way, we're working on uh, Dark Dark Souls Four. It's gonna be out in five months. Oh, pre-order, pre-order right now. I mean, it's not even a question. Um, but there's well, there's oh, there's others see, like. Mm -hmm. And see, for me, it's like From Software announces yeah. blank. I don't care what you put in the blank. I want it. Sure, give, sure. Give that to me. There's, and that's because we trust certain certain publishers. Um, <laughs> CD CD Project Red. I know it's going to be quality. Yeah. Um, the Witcher, The Witcher is is amazing. Um, uh, I like. I really liked Witcher too. Um, I I uh, I'll admit I played like two hours of Witcher three, and I was like, this game is great. And then I got busy playing other games, and it went on my uh, my backlog. I'd love to do an episode um, about my backlog i don't know about yours um but yeah but it is it is insane because I, i'm a gamer uh, i'm also kind of like have that collector mentality where i'm like oh i want that game 
Right. And I may or may not play. I'll, I'll grab it. I may or may not. Pl- I'll, I'll play it for a little bit, and then something happens. Uh, sea of Thieves. I think I played ten hours of. Yeah. I had fun. Um, and part of it, I think, also is that the idea of of being of, of playing a game when it comes out. Um, being, it's like seeing being part of the discussion. Yeah, it's like seeing Infinity War shortly mm-hmm. after it comes out. So now you can be part of the discussion. Yeah. And we won't spoil anything on Infinity War here. Um, I think we should do a separate video on that. But um, yeah, I think backlogs are really interesting, and uh, um, I think that we're in an interesting uh, we're in an interesting situation where you have so many gamers who are adults who have um, a little bit more free spending money that will buy games and may or may not complete it. I mean, that's kind of what Steam's business model is. So. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. And there's there's also the idea for for you and I at least, and and hopefully for a lot of you out there, is that we want to support devs who are doing things in in an ethical way, or people yeah. who are who are designing games the way we want games to be designed. Like I want to support CD Projekt Red because of their their staunch position on microtransactions. They're like, hey, look, you buy our game, and if we're going to charge you for something, it's going to be something substantial, something yes. meaningful, something with yes. a lot of content. Which, yeah, like Blood and Wine is a great example of that. If you're going to have DLC, if you're going to have uh, expansion, um, then it needs to be sizable. Uh, Bethesda did that, did a really good job with that as well with Fallout. Um, and uh, another developer that I think I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much down with, but I know you're a big fan of, is Nicholas. Nicholas is, is, is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, from Cave Story to Binding of Isaac to uh, The End is Nigh, mm-hmm. they've... they've done a really good job of, of finding quality content that I'm interested in, in particular. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this week they announced that Ikaruga is coming to Switch May 29th. Yeah. And I believe we have footage going on right now. And yep. Honestly, this is this is the best kind of bullet hell. Um, <laughs> the, the, main, the main twist we have here is that you have a polarity switch. And um, when you are at... Uh, dark polarity you will absorb um the black bullets but the white ones hurt you and then you switch polarity and then the white ones can be absorbed and the black ones will hurt you that's so subtle it's so subtle but but it's so cool (laughs) and it's it's it adds it has an element of oh my gosh 700 bullets are coming at me aha but i only have to deal with 350 of them yeah and it's it's something that i've honestly never seen in any other shooter um but it, it brings it brings a new level to bullet hell and it 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 makes me feel like I'm more in control. Yeah. Um one of the things that I'm I'm hoping they do, they haven't announced this yet, but um with the with the three DS, um I know there was a I know there was a Ninja Gaiden game and there was like one one visual novel game, but you would actually turn it on its side and, yeah. and play with it that way. And I'm hoping that they'll do that for Ikaruga because honestly, that's the that is the way to play shooters is is with the the vertical screen and giving that giving that extra uh, real estate to to that particular aspect of it. Pun intended. Um, but yeah, I'm I'll be buying this. It's only going to be fifteen dollars, and it's coming out May 29th, and I I am stoked. Yeah. I will be playing the heck out of this. You're talking about the verticals the way you prefer it. You said because you have extra on the sides because we're talking about a 16 by 9 aspect. Uh, so if you're playing vertical, you have less on the vertic- vertices, but you have more on the horizontal. 
Well, it's 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 vertical. No, if it's if it's uh, portrait instead of landscape. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. I got you. Yeah. So, um, be, because of this, uh, because this is a vertical shooter, I mm -hmm. want that extra space that way. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I was gonna say, because horizontal shooters, then you can have it over here. Um, right. For like R type or Gradius yeah. or games like that. Yeah. But, yeah Which Ikaruga is is the yeah. Galaga perspective, and yeah. so I want that yeah. to be vertical. Which which is a which is a bigger deal now than it was um, for like the, from the NES days or something like that because the yeah. first thing that I think of when I think of Bullet Hell and I think of shmups like that is uh, like Silver Surfer and other games on the NES. Yeah. But when you're in fourteen four by three, um, the difference between doing vertical or horizontal it's it's marginal. Yeah. But now that we're in a sixteen by nine world, that's a big deal. Um, now, if you can, if if it'll allow you to do that on the Switch and uh, and play, that's fantastic. Yeah, because the Switch and, can lend itself to that. Yeah, another thing that I'm I'm really looking forward to is um, Ikaruga is one of those one of those shooters that has fantastic backgrounds, mm -hmm. and um, obviously you need to pay more attention to the bullets. But honestly, it's it's fun to watch it, mm -hmm. um, and and just watch what's going on in the background, and you feel like you're part of a bigger conflict. Yeah, I, I I really get a kick out of that. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime I feel like I'm part of a, a bigger story, I always like that. And there's no bigger story than the story of Dark Souls. And I will argue yes. with it because of the because of the cyclical nature of it. I don't care. I will argue uh, argue that Dark Souls may be one of the the closest uh, to a I don't know. To me, it's even bigger than Universal. I mean, we're talking about the cyclical level of the. Uh, nature of the universe and, and everything else. And Dark Souls is getting a stress test and the network test is coming out uh, May 11th. So you can download now, May 11th and 12th, I believe. Um, yes. You can download it now on uh, PC. I didn't see it on my Switch, um, so correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, if um, it's available the, Switch, on my... the Switch test, uh, along with the game, got delayed until summer. But yeah. um, PC, I Xbox, was... and PlayStation. Also, um, they're they're only allowing it to be downloaded up and up through the the ninth or the tenth, so you won't actually be able to download it once the the game actually starts, or the test actually starts. So download that now and get it prepped because I I feel like that they want to have um, they're they're looking to have the numbers that they're actually going to be uh, using, and so I'm gonna go ahead and check this out on on PlayStation, even though yes. I'm planning to buy it on Switch. Yeah, um, because I just want to play Dark Souls. That's a really interesting um, uh, change. I don't know of any other uh, company that's done that. Any other dev that's done that? Yeah, I, I haven't heard of this before. Um, I, on the back end of that, to me, immediately I start worrying because I'm like, why are they concerned? Unless they're using shared servers within their um, uh, for for the network test. And the yeah. same servers are being used to uh, to uh, for the actual game files um, uh, for download purposes. Um, it's not a bad thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe they just want a cleaner uh, uh, readout of exactly what the stress test is going to look like. But if in production they're going to use the same servers, then um, then this is not going to be a very good test. It's kind of interesting. Uh, either yeah. way, get I mean get ready for it. Hopefully, people do because. Um, there are a lot of, I mean, I think the Dark Souls community is hardcore enough that they're probably going to be fine. 
Uh, yeah. But there's a lot of uh, games that you know you'll hear about, like, oh, that stress test is going on. Let me download it, and it's the first day or second day of the stress test. Yeah. Um, um, one other possibility mm -hmm. that uh, that I'm looking at, um, they haven't actually announced uh, crossplay. Mm -hmm. But if that's the main reason that they're doing this network test to see if they can if they can arrange that, that would be wonderful. And I yeah, am would completely be. down with that. It would be. Um, I would like to see crossplay. Um, I do. If we have crossplay, uh, PC does have considerable advantages. Um, so that would be unfortunate when it comes to PvP. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm, the idea of crossplay, uh, I'm fine. I don't know about you, but uh, when I get invaded and someone ganks me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't really get butthurt about it. I really, I just go, huh? oh well. It's part of the game, yeah. It's part of the game. Um, I don't stress myself out too much about winning uh, that, that skirmish, and I don't stress myself out too much after dying, partially because Dark Souls is all about dying anyways, uh, yeah. and then I'll just corpse run it. Um, so I don't think it'll matter too much for me uh, because I'm in that, in that ballpark where I... I care more about the game uh, and the PVE aspect uh, and PVE co-op as well. Uh, Jolly Cooperation is great, but I don't. But getting invaded, um, I'm not big on invading other people, and I don't really care about that that part of the game. Yeah, uh, about winning that part. So because of that, I don't really care. But there are going to people be people who are upset because PC is going to have its advantage. Um, I don't, I don't well, think it's that the, big of a deal on this. The, the advantage is is 30 frames versus 60 frames um, and I, I can see how that would be somewhat of an advantage mm -hmm. but um, I don't think it's going to be nearly as high as it would be in like a twitch shooter or something because um, a lot of a lot of PvP for me is about the anticipation of what the other person is going to do next yeah. and so um, Attempting parry. attempting a parry or a backstab, like in the time when you feel like the other person is going sure. to do it, and that's that's one of my favorite things about PvP is is trying to figure out if I can if I can decipher this person's play style mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. they kill me. Yeah, and so that I so that I'm able to predict, and and that's a lot of fun for me. I like kicking them off of ledges because I feel like that that just irritates the heck out of them. Yeah. Um, because you'll have this overpowered person who gets just a little too close to a ledge mm -hmm. and you nudge them off and you win. Yeah. <laughs> and I it's, absolutely it's, love it. It's the best. Yeah, it is the best because it has, it, it shows that it doesn't matter what level you are. Uh, it doesn't matter how good you are when it comes to uh, being able to parry and everything. If you don't realize how close you are to a ledge uh, or, or something to that effect, you get baited that easily. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, so that's good stuff. Um, so that's, that's it for the, the gaming news this week. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think, uh, and uh, tell us uh, what we got wrong, because I'm sure I got a lot wrong, as per <laughs> usual. And that's okay. <laughs> See you guys later.